ready? And away we go! <laughs> we sound stupid. I never know how to open a show anymore. We, uh, as we talk games, it's a uh, show where we talk about games. It's normally Arcade Weekly sometimes. We finally got an arcade game last week. This week, we are going to uh, goof the troop before the troop goofs you. On the phone there, right. it's Kyle Von Kubik. Hey, uh, Wiggly, I'm happy to be here with everything going on. I was really concerned. Why is that? Well, I checked your MySpace page, and you haven't updated in, like, 20 years. You needed to go on Friendster. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I moved the site to GeoCities. I don't know if you saw that. I did. I yeah, love the uh, flaming GIFs you used. Yeah, it's... The, all the JavaScript with the drippy fonts. Yeah, I got the rainbow. I can't afford to pay for the sites anymore. Who can in this economy? Butt sex in this economy? <laughs> Not going to happen. I just had to take a snoot, a snootful before I came a on snood? the show. Snoot, snootful, snootcast, a snootful before I came on the show of uh, Afrin, because I was just bawling my eyeballs out, and you mm. you called me to do the show right in the, uh, I would say maybe mid maybe mid eyeball three quarters of the way through Rocket Man. Oh, okay. And I don't know if this movie's available out. For your house, because yeah, sure, yeah. Rockets here with Jennifer Connelly. That movie, that's it. Yeah, yeah, he sings that song "Philadelphia Freedom" to Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly, we watched Philadelphia, a city so horrible it gave Tom Hanks AIDS. <laughs> it did. Philadelphia, we're going all over the place, but uh, we are. But just to tell you, Rocket Man, I suggest you see it immediately in as loud theater as you can. Okay. And for some reason, some of these movies make me ball, and this was one that makes me ball. Uh, so yeah. I was just fucking crying like a maniac. Anyway, we talk games. 100% game talk, no filler. We talk games! Video Game Review Show! 100% game talk, 0% filler! Only on We Talk Games! Come on, we talk it Let's get goofy with it. And then the other thing was the Tom Hanks, they, they did a the game. A Tom new, Hanks, the game, right? New audio, USB vid box. Don't switch. Yeah, Tom Hanks. The, no, not time. We're Tom reviewing Forrest Gump for Phil, this Sega no, no. Saturn. <laughs> they, did, they did a Genesis game called Philadelphia. And it, it no, was a video did game. Did they? This was on Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. And okay. I'm sorry, they were dolls. They were action figures for the people from Philadelphia. And it's like, I object. Okay. I object. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so they were acting out uh, the court scene and all this other stuff from Philadelphia. And then it said, the video game soon coming to Sega Janus. <laughs> Janusus? Yeah, Janusus. Philadelphia soon your coming. Your Sega Janusus. Okay, now. <laughs> Philadelphia Sorry. soon coming to your Sega Genesis. And then the kid turns around and he goes, Philadelphia! Because <laughs> he's Sega, you know, <laughs> and that's how it ended. So it ended on that. It's worth a YouTube, kids. I hope it's on there. Philadelphia action figures, uh, Saturday Night Live. Look that up. I stopped watching sure. Saturday Night Live because I realized that it's not funny. Oh, come yeah. on! No, no, it ha it hasn't been funny since like the bees left. The bees? The bees? Well, actually, I liked Phil Hartman too. But if you think about sure. it, in the la in the past like ten years, if you think about yeah. it, the only thing that's funny is when they mess up. Then you mm, crack up. I do not agree with you. Well, I agree I'm sorry. with me. So that's all I that know. matters. I know. So I gave enough hints for today. Today was your yeah. suggestion. I so, wasn't even supposed to be on this show. You weren't? I'm not even supposed to be here today. Oh, that's no, right. I, I suggested you and David play this game together. That's right. I have a feeling he didn't because, you know, I think he just that played bum. punch out. Yeah, I think he just played punch out because he kept putting it off and putting it off. And I was like, mm, David. So I said to him, I said, listen, you don't even have to play Goof Troop. Get on the mic. Sure. He really wants to get on the mic about some other things, and especially with you. I'd love to talk to him about, yeah, Earthbound and Mother and that that type, you know, this type of games. But yeah, I didn't want to spoil it, but that's the spoiler. Yeah. Future. Some other things. Might happen. Yeah. Might because, happen. Because um, so. we've been 
going back and forth between what you've been playing lately. Now, yeah. I wouldn't call this a what what you've been playing lately. I don't know why. I would just call this, I guess, We Talk Games about one game. Yeah, I suggested <laughs> this game because I played it with my bride recently. Yes. It's Goof Troop for the Super Nintendo. Uh-huh. Came out in 1993 from Capcom. Yes. And I, I think that this game was kind of like a hidden gem for most people. It was for me. Most people didn't play this Capcom Disney title. You know, everyone's familiar with Chippendale Rescue Rangers and mm-hmm. DuckTales on the Nintendo yeah. or Aladdin and Lion King on the Super Nintendo. I don't think many people played Goof Troop until they were playing it on their Nesticle emulator like I thing. did. Yes, sir. Here's yeah. the thing. I didn't even realize that Capcom was behind Chippendale and that that's why it was so good. A 1990 right. Capcom, but Capcom had a huge license with uh, the mouse. Yeah, yeah, Ricky Rat. The Timeless Adventures of Mickey Mouse for the Sega CD, which was fantastic, amazing. Uh-huh. Mickey Mania came out in 1994. By the way, Mickey Mania they ported the Sega CD to the Sony PlayStation One. What a crap leap for that. <laughs> I mean, wow. That was a good game. It was pretty good. In Goof Troop, your enemy is Pete. Somehow right. I knew that, that the enemy would be Pete. And I got to tell you, I don't know why, why I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch this back in the day, Goof Troop? No. I, I was no, a little too no. old for the DuckTales sure. and the Tailspin yeah. and the things like that. This was right up my alley. Yeah. I watched all of the... Disney afternoon cartoon shows. Big fan of this goof troop. Big fan of DuckTales, Gummy Bears. This was my jam. Sadly, missed this game when it came out. But I, like I said, I, I did play it when emulation started to be a thing. And, I, and a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. As far as making mechanics for me, yeah, a lot of people online, they're like, oh, well, this is like Legend of Zelda. With, what the you know, fuck? Goofy. Because you and I, we have such a refined palette for <laughs> video games. Mm. The earliest making mechanic for me would have to be Pirate Ship Higuromaru. Uh-huh, yeah. Also a Capcom game, which came out in 1984. Yeah. Not just thematically, but because of the way the game operates with these sort of single-screen navigation of the pirate enemies and using barrels to defeat them. I have no evidence to back this up, <laughs> but I feel like Capcom was developing a Higurmaru game, uh-huh. and then someone at Capcom's like, no one's going to buy this fucking game, yeah. so let's use our Disney license and drop in these uh, Goof Troop characters. And the wild thing about Goof Troop is, Wiggly, yes, sir. it is evidence that Goofy fucks. Oh, th- this is And great. he fucks so well that <laughs> evidently he kills... The women that he's with. Uh, now explain that. <laughs> well, because uh, Goof Troop is a cartoon show about Goofy and his son Max, but the mother is uh, never mentioned or present. Mm-hmm. So I got to imagine Goofy's got one of those uh, <laughs> special dongs. Yeah. They could yeah. just annihilate a woman. You know, you know, it's always like the goo, boo, 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 and then the boing. <laughs> right. <laughs> But uh, let me tell you a little bit of backstory. This is great. Gorsh! <laughs> oh, no! Well, who was that? I don't know. guess I was thinking of delivery. That was Donald, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> That's Donald when he can't speak. Yeah. So, he's just all uh, backed up. He just watched the uh, Rocket Man Elton John movie. So this is so perfect because, well, first of all, we're in a great time. Yeah. Plus, Snake Plissken's on the line with me. Have you have you escaped yet, Snake? Hermetically sealed pod right now. I can't wait till you ride a surfboard in California, in L.A. Wow, that movie. Wow. First one, great. Was it set in 2020? Because it might 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 as well be. Indeed. But no, because so we got St. Patty's Day and it's uh, April. So now and we're talking about Goofy. So yeah. now we got three of my favorite jokes of all time right oh. in the same episode. So let's start with the bear joke. So okay. bear was this big guy who didn't have any front teeth. I worked with him at the Bethlehem Drive-In. He would get everything wrong. So the punchline is because mm-hmm. she was fucking goofy. We right. talk about she was fucking yeah. goofy. So I'll tell you the joke as bear related to me. And I laughed all right. uh, okay. out of respect 
not respect, but because awkwardness. Well, he was doing the French fries, and I didn't want to get the the hot oil. You know. I got gotcha. you. Like Here goes. And by the okay. way, if you went to drive-ins, people would make the popcorn all in one day. Usually, when people weren't there, and put them in garbage bags. So That's right. Giant they still do that bag. today. Do they? Giant yeah. garbage bags that you would take out of the closet. And then, you, you know, you mix in a little bit of the fresh stuff to get the smell. Sure. And the hot dogs. You put those in the garbage bags, too, and they didn't sell. And One of my favorite receptionists actually uh, moonlighted at a movie theater. And okay. she used to bring in garbage bags because she worked for Regal uh-huh. as a manager. Yeah. And at the time she was working for my company, the new hotness for Regal was the Cheetos popcorn. Ooh. So she would come with big garbage bags of Cheetos and popcorn. Wow. I'm ashamed to admit how much of that I ate <laughs> while at work. You can't stop. <laughs> Once you pop. So now that the punchline is escaped you which is good because now i want to tell the the real joke so bear bear jokes are things that we started coming up with and we try to create our own bear jokes because it's so good the bear joke is hey did you hear that (laughs) maybe that's where i got it from i don't know hey did you hear that mickey mouse is divorcing Minnie mouse yeah why is that because she was fucking pluto I've heard you say this before. It's still funny to me. <laughs> so you laugh at that. You're like, okay, bestiality. Yeah. Who, you know? Right, right, right. Not that Goofy isn't a dog, but at least he's a you know anthropomorphized person dog. Sure. But yeah. So she was fucking. Goofy. So for those not familiar with the joke, uh, what you're supposed to say is Mickey's getting a divorce. The judge looks at the papers and says, uh, "Mr. Mickey Mouse, it's my understanding that you're looking to divorce your wife, Minnie Mouse." Because she's quote unquote fucking crazy, and, yes. and and Mickey goes, "That's not what I said. I said she was fucking goofy." Oh, is, the, is the that how line. you really yeah. tell a joke? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I just thought you said she was fucking goofy. I thought that was funny yeah, enough. Yeah, no, that, that that's because it makes them think. That. Makes yeah. them think. I like your way too. It's okay. Sure. So sure. here comes my one for uh, that I like to do for April. Here we go. April showers bring Mayflowers. What do Mayflowers bring? She's fucking goofy. <laughs> Sorry. Pilgrims. Pilgrims. Pil- pilgrims. Yes, Mayflower. The Mayflower. Oh, brings okay, pilgrims. Okay. Yes. Sure. And now right. my favorite and the fan favorite. Oh, I know, yeah. I know this one. What's, do you want me to spoil it? No. What's green okay. and stays on the porch? What? Patio furniture. Yeah. Patio furniture. Sorry, John. No, uh, who loves that one? Does Sean love that one so much? He, like, I guess some people pissed their pants when they heard that one. Uh, yeah, that's how funny that was. Well, Sean and John are the same thing in Irish. I know. Okay. okay. Come out, you black Talking and tan. You, you twat. I just got done wow. watching Elton John. All right. right. All right. So you twat. Let me also mention that Capcom did Chippendale, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Sure. We mentioned that. DuckTales. DuckTales was. 89? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. DuckTales 89. The Chippendale 1 was 90. Two years later, well, three. Two, I say two. Came out in 93. You got that. Which was two any good? Sure. They were both good games. Now, here's the thing. I swear to God, yet I refuse to teach evolution. I swear to God that one of these, I thought it was Chippendale... Had a remake. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about the fan-made remake. I'm talking to something that was on the Wii or the Xbox 360, maybe. that I think it was the 360 or something like that. But well, maybe there's was a whole DuckTales. rehash for the Disney Afternoon collection where it was DuckTales redone and Chippendales redone. Maybe that's what you're thinking Yeah, of. and I couldn't find it like listed anywhere. All I saw was the Chippendales fan-made thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's up anymore. But, I mean, I couldn't, like, internet it. Mm. Yeah. How do you not internet something? I don't know. That happened, but I think I might have been t- playing DuckTales because I remember Scrooge McDuck, but I remember having to jump on boxes that got okay. lifted up by a crane. So that's why I thought it was Rescue Rangers, but maybe it yeah, was yeah. the DuckTales. I don't know. But Tailspin also came out, and I don't remember what year Tailspin came out. I remember Tailspin because... On the TG-16? For the, for the NES, and then for the oh. Tailspin on the TG-16, completely different game yeah so yeah, on yeah. the nes you're you're cute chibi flying a plane around lots of fun like tailspin you do 
And the one for the TurboGrafx-16, which I believe was made by Radiance, you uh, instead are just blue, and you're getting hit in the head with coconuts, and you uh-huh. hardly can make it past the first stage. It's like uh, Super Mario Brothers. I didn't know it had a second <laughs> stage. But they, R.I.P. Ralph. They also made Darkwing Duck for the TurboGrafx-16. The, yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure so, if Radiance made that. Oh, yeah, they did. 1992. Another bad game. But that was released by TTI. Now, Tailspin was still released by NEC. And I talk about when NEC was flopping so badly, TTI took it over, which was just, just like, I don't know, maybe three 18-year-olds. I'm not sure. But <laughs> honestly, they released some good titles, except this Darkwing Duck. Oh, my God. That one, I thought I could play through a little bit more. It's supposed to be action platform, but uh, how can you it's make that bad? It's bad. Darkwing yeah. Duck, maybe if I watched the show, it probably wasn't that good. But in concept, I'm not thinking Donald Duck being Darkwing Duck. I'm thinking what Daffy Duck would do. He was good. Sure, sure, sure. And yeah. I'm thinking... Well, Darkwing Duck is like a um, Disney pastiche of the shadow. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking like how Daffy Duck would be cool doing that other thing, and, and that might be good. Or who else uh, Im- imitate, was had a different persona? You know, so many. I got to tell you, uh, yeah. as far as like the legacy, uh, the history of video games, Disney has a larger library of good games based off their category, uh, their characters than the Warner Brothers series does. So even though there are bad games for like the TG16 with Darkwing Duck or Tailspin. Uh, there's so many other good games on the NES or the Super Nintendo, whereas like the Warner Brother characters like Daffy Duck or Taz. I, I remember playing Tasmania on my Game Gear because mm-hmm. that's the only game I had. Awful. On the know. Game Gear? But see, I just replayed it for my Super Nintendo. This is a game that I saw in Toys R Us. When I saw it, I flipped my nut because it looked so fantastic. And here's the thing. When we play these emulators... And the emulations uh-huh. of these games, even probably with the mini Super Nintendo, not so much with the mini NES because the mini uh-huh. NES still looked very blocky. But the Super Nintendo and the Genesis and the th- Xbox, original Xbox, I thought they looked so freaking fantastic. And it's because of the blurring. Uh-huh. The blur on those games really made the games look much more modern than they were. Sure. Sure. When I play Tasmania on uh, the emulator, I was right. like, this does not look good at all. Now, I have some filters on the new emulator I use on the Mac called OpenEMU. I put some uh, soft or blur or something on there. Drop some it, Super Eagle on there? I didn't do the Super Eagle two times. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. But th- there are a lot of great filters. That is why, to me, the Xbox looked so great. And that, to me, is why the Super Nintendo looks so great. They designed the sprite because the monitor that they were using when they were painting or or drawing that sprite was similar to what you would play at home, Mm -hmm. which would expand that red-green-blue spectrum and blur those lines between those colors. So now when everything's pixel perfect, Mm -hmm. it looks like shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It doesn't look like shit all the time, no, but it, it doesn't like look they, as good as when you played or or remember playing. It looks like when they try to mode seven in on a on a fight in like Final Fantasy or something. <laughs> you know? Right. You see that the characters are actually made out of three giant blocks. Yes. I saw Tasmania demonstrate it, and I bought it mm-hmm. the same day. I saw it demonstrate it, and the Nintendo rep was there. By the way, I used to be a Nintendo rep. <laughs> All right. Uh, and during the days of, hey, don't buy the Sega CD because we're coming out with the PlayStation. Nintendo PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to just fucking blow everything away because, look, you're playing in a postage stamp and it looks like mud. It looks like the N64 will look. <laughs> Zelda on the N64 will look like that. I played a couple of good N64 games. I'm all over the place. But yeah. it was on a flat screen when I saw Tasmania and it looked great. So even back then... On your Sony Vega, even with the... I don't know if these are things are worth any money anymore, but... Uh, hack em. I have Jesus the, Christ. I have the S... Yeah, that's him. I have the <laughs> S video for my Super Nintendo, for my Genesis, for the Panasonic 3DO, mm-hmm. for the Neo Geo, which you had to mod your system to get that to happen. Everything I had... You got the Sony Vega, and that was like the top-line shit because your Uh blacks were black. These games look so great and so sharp, you thought. But they still had 
that really nice, warm feeling to them. Yeah. Because even though it was on this Vega, and by the way, I finally saw scan lines. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I never, you know, my I got bad eyesight, but I played a, right. I played a uh, Panasonic uh, 3DO game. And maybe yeah. I'll talk about that on next episode or an episode in the future. I finally saw them. Okay, but I've never seen them like the emulator puts them on. No, yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree with you, and you, you've talked about this in the past throughout the history of this show. Mm-hmm. When I play emulators, I, I do put the scan lines in, but it doesn't look like what I remember playing it does on make my the games look Toshiba better. television as a kid. Right, right. You know. And they're genuinely warranted on the links, especially the biggest scan mm-hmm. lines you could get, <laughs> and even the Game Gear. I think yeah. both of those really showed scan lines. Now, you know what didn't show the scan lines was the, the Turbo Express because each pixel had its own resistor on it. That's why it cost right. $800. But it was the <laughs> 90s, was. so everyone had money to throw around mm-hmm. back then. You know, you touched on drive-ins, working at drive-ins. Yes. It, it's similar in that respect because I remember recently going to a drive-in in New Hampshire and the screen was built of slats of wood. So there were these gaps between the wood. Right. And they started projecting the image onto the screen. And I was like, shit, am I going to be able to enjoy this movie? Because I could see these lines going through it. But while watching, all of a sudden, your mind and your your ah. eyes just adjust to it. So that all of a sudden, it's a complete picture. And I believe that is what our nostalgia is when we think about these games we played back in the 90s on these CRT monitor television with the scan lines is that we completed the picture or the blur became a very clear and crisp it can't get it's so real experience (laughs) for us when we were playing our TG16 or Sega or Nintendo I think that's what it is and now it's missing because now it's everything is 1080p or 4k or 8k or whatever it is and so to go to go back and when they they rehash these games in a like a legacy collection and do pixel perfect no it doesn't look the same because it isn't the same The, the the technology projecting it is completely different absolutely is that how the minis are? Are they really nice and tight because they go through HDMI? Are they upscaled and softened, or are they upscaled and sharp pixels? Depends on the mini. There's different options with the Nintendo ones. The oh. Nintendo ones are a little more robust as far as the different options you can put on there. Okay. I normally go with Pixel Perfect mm. with the cropped 16 by 9 so I don't stretch out the, the yeah. graphics because if you do that, you're a fucking monster. like that? A fucking idiots or children you know <laughs> right 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 right. they don't know the difference maybe they don't know the difference the sega mini also has some options as far as how it displays the playstation mini is a piece of shit <laughs> so <laughs> it sort of just displays as it does i know out of the box it's displaying the pal versions of a lot of games so it's oh, yeah. slower frame rates and shit like Ooh, that yeah oh. but uh you know i hacked mine so mine is at least you know decent yeah but it is all pixel perfect it does not look the same as if you were to play on a tube television no gotcha hey and i don't play with the scan lines on the uh, the nintendo minis because the scan lines to me come off too uh, fake artificial yeah yeah, yeah fake yeah. yeah 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 i could completely understand that i also wanted to just mention really quickly before we get in there goof and it's coming yeah we're gonna get goofy <laughs> <with> <laughs> so is goofy evidently am i right <laughs> i got a kid all the way till Disney's Magical Mirror for the GameCube, Capcom did that. Now, there were other Disney games for the GameCube and for other systems that were Disney's Racer and Disney's all the other things that sure. people come out with for things. Tennis and baseball and suck my dick. But Oh, and- that was my favorite one. <laughs> Donald Duck suck my dick. That was a pretty good one. But yeah. Disney's Haunted House, which also came out on the GameCube, which you, sounds like that would be pretty good. Uh, that was made by TDK. <laughs> you know, that great mm. game company, TDK? I think I have TDK. a sound bar somewhere from them. Exactly. <laughs> you got a couple cassettes laying around and yeah. VHS. And High Voltage also made that. So there are a lot of people that had their hands in... Did, did I... Wait a minute. I think Magical Tales of Mickey Mania Mouse was... I think that was Sony for the Sega CD, but then also came out... Sony Games, yeah, I think yeah, it was. For, for the for the PlayStation. I Sony no Interactive, that's what it was. Right, Sony Interactive. I, I'm I know picturing that logo in the beginning. I, tr- I played it again. Not as good as Wild Woody, speaking of 
getting wood. So mm. I thought that you wanted to play Goof Troop because David and I were going through, well, we reviewed um, B-Ball, Chu Man Fu, right up there. Chu Man Fu, one of my favorite titles. So then we mm-hmm. got to talk about, and by the way, he's been right on a lot of things. We talked about how Kickle Cubicle and um, was similar, Boxy Boy, well, that's, you don't really kick shit in there. Right. I brought up a lot of other games where you kick shit around. So I thought that's what made you think of it. And he mentioned Quirk and Yes, Quirk was a game, and I think it was for the NES, that wasn't Quirk the Tomato. So there was a Quirk where you you kicked the puzzle blocks around. He was absolutely right on that. He was absolutely right when he was talking about Panzer Dragoon. I knew about Panzer Dragoon 1, Panzer Dragoon 2, and those were more action games. And he mentioned about the role-playing elements I forgot about. Panzer Dragoon, the theme ride adventure i can't remember <laughs> i think it was two discs and it was uh had the role-playing game elements and stuff like that in. okay okay so he's right about that and he was right about the other thing <laughs> sorry sokoban is like a genre unto itself a boxy boy if you will mm-hmm. cat trap is another game i think of pengo is another Pango. game I think of that, yeah. that falls into this genre. And there's been other spinoffs from that genre of this top-down pushing and, and moving blocks around. Bomberman's probably the best example of a good Sokoban spinoff. Yeah. And, and this we is very about much... Booby Boys. Yeah. This is very much a Sokoban-type game, but because it came from Capcom, it hit all these notes of Pirate Ship Hirgamaru for me because mm. you're removing boulders and barrels around to defeat pirates Mm -hmm. capcom games with disney are always a treat they're not all great Uh, we touched on darkwing duck and tailspin those are okay games Mm. goof troop is a great game in my opinion because of its co-player aspect because of that sokoban genre now you're doing the puzzle it's not platforming it really is just sokoban you're just moving things around to clear a stage, a single screen, but playing it with another person makes it interesting. It's an action, so, action puzzler. Yeah. Uh, that's why I suggested the game for you and David, because you were talking about these Sokoban titles and, and beating around the bush. And I sat down and I had some free time with my wife and she's like, let's play a game together. I'm like, great. Uh, I queue up the Raspberry Pi and we're looking through the Super Nintendo titles. And she's like, what can we play together? And I was like, let's try Goof Troop. And we started playing together. And (laughs) the annoyances and frustration of playing with another person Mm -hmm. uh, made the game all the more fun. Okay. And so I thought, okay, this will be a good experience for uh, Wiggly and David to play together. Or uh, Wiggly and his bride to play together. Or David and his significant other to play with. Because it's one of these games where it's very easy to understand what you're supposed to do. But... If you're dealing with somebody who isn't as experienced as you are in video games, Mm -hmm. it makes it all the more challenging. The game itself, if you play single player, I think at most lasts about three hours. But Uh, if you're playing with another person, it lasts like twice as long. I I wish I could tell you how long it took me to get through it. It didn't take me that long at all. And I thought it was a rather short title. It's a very, very short title. And um, I took all these pictures with my phone of all Uh the different parts so I could be reminded of what I liked, the different characters Uh and stuff like that. I took a picture of the ending, did all that stuff, and uh, guess what? All the photos are gone. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not going to play it again, so uh, so it's it's up to you. I know you find... you drop them all off at the thrift store? What the fuck happened? Uh, Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I got butt hurt about uh, hearing... (laughs) Dumps all the yeah. photos off at the thrift store. Yeah, I got butt hurt. We, we won't give you a tax credit on these. I'm sorry, Mr. Check. <laughs> I'll still put it down. I'll try to make it, like, I'll put it down as uh, overhaul. Yes, you are correct. It is a very short game. And if I were to go back to 1993, and if I asked my parents to get me this game back in 1993, I would have been disappointed because of how short it is. But because of the privilege of emulation, I think this game's strongest point is its co-op ability between two-player, simultaneous co-op. One person plays Goofy, one person plays Max. Each character has their attributes. Max is fast, but not as strong as Goofy. Goofy is a little bit slower, but he's, he, he's stronger than Max as far as like picking up items and throwing them at uh, enemies and being able to take more hits than Max. 
it makes a very engaging experience for that co-player, co-op on the couch that people are yearning for today. Okay. You mentioned Newtopia and uh, yeah. that we talked about Newtopia. And, and well, Newtopia is Zelda. And I, so I could a little bit, see, I, I could see Goof Troop more as a laid over the Newtopia mm. aesthetic, but with the Capcom graphics. I could see Yeah, I'm not making the connection to Zelda. I see a yeah. lot of people online making the connection because this is considered a hidden gem on the Super Nintendo. Oh. And everyone everyone keeps saying, oh, well, it's like Legend of Zelda. It's like Legend of Zelda. It's like Legend of Zelda. No, I, I play this game and I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not Legend of Zelda at all. Absolutely. Uh, you, your characters have no attack whatsoever until they pick something up. Or kick something towards an enemy. It's yeah. not like Zelda where you have a sword. Yes, you do collect items. They do have different abilities. But your characters are pretty much useless unless they have a box or a barrel in front of them. And it's nowhere near a role-playing game. No, but, not at all. But the image, when I think about some of the level design, that's where I was able to lay it over top of Newtopia. Sure. But nothing, yeah. nothing else. This is a puzzler. This is a spaceship. It's a, it's a Sokoban game. It, it, it just it has a little bit more polish, has a little bit more add-ons, but it's Sokoban. It's pushing blocks around. At certain points, it is straight up Sokoban, where it's, I need to move these blocks in a specific pattern mm-hmm. to get to the next stage. Yeah, yeah. Let's set up the premise. Okay. Pete's on a pirate ship. Goofy fucks. <laughs> Pete's, on a <laughs> Pete's on a pirate ship. Yeah. And... Go. And Goofy, uh, Goofy and his son end up on an island called Spoonerville. They have to navigate their way through this island, and it just happens to be completely inhabited with pirates who want to bite their butt. So they need to defeat these pirates by picking up boulders and barrels and throwing them at them. By doing that and defeating these pirates, they can go to the next stage and unlock doors and collect items like... Um, a hook shot, if you will, which is why everyone compares this game to fucking Zelda. Mm. Is there? There's like a hook shot bridge, but you collect little things like that, so you can keep oh, moving you mean and progressing. One through. extra panel, the rainbow yes. bridge to Asgard. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. you can add one more step where you can't cross a, a little crick. You know, right? He's right. goofy. He's got those long legs. He can't cross that crick. He why can't, can't Mega Man duck? Why can't Goofy jump? I don't know. Exactly. These things you gotta ask Capcom. That's true. (laughs) There must be something with that. And I I don't want to even speculate. (laughs) And Goofy has a third leg, so you thought... Yeah, he's got that third leg. (laughs) The layout is that of sort of like a maze, but the maze is spread across a scrolling landscape. Mm -hmm. You even have maps, right? There's a map? There's a map, sure, yeah. And what are you trying to do each level? I can't remember. Find gold? The idea of each level is to make your way through this maze. You do find treasure and things, but it's to just find the end and unlock the doors so you can get passage onto the next screen. It's a screen by screen. It plays very much like an arcade game. You have to find keys. That's really the impetus. Is it impotent or impetus? No, no, that's not it. Something like that. It's one of these... It's the reason why you While know we're talking rest. about. You it. know how that goes. It, it feels like Fortified Zone a little bit mm, to me. Mm-hmm. Except, except Bad. you could actually play it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What makes it a cooperative type of game? Well, here's one example, which is very difficult when you're only playing as one person. So you got all these monsters in a locked-in area that you need to get in that locked-in area. But there's a lot right. of monsters in there, so there's a bell. Have right. a ball or a bell. And your bell, you ring the bell, and it draws the monsters towards that direction. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing two-player, that's very easy because you make yes. your kid go over there and ring the bell so the monsters start to go towards him to eat him. And then you run in that area and grab the key and get out of there. But when yeah. you're playing as one player, you got to keep making the monsters sort of try to come over by you so you could hit them in the head with something or leave one standing and try to run around him when he comes over to that area so you don't get blocked in because you get blocked in you're screwed yeah or if you're playing with my wife she keeps exiting the stage by accident so you have to restart the stage over and over and over again it's funny i was like playing luigi luigi's mansion i was playing that again too and uh you'd have to do that you'd have to go through all these stages uh, but if you get to the treadmill 
Run that uh, sh- run like hell on that treadmill, and a key will pop out. So when you get to those later levels, you don't have to go through the entire house to get to this this other part that you actually need to be in. Because now you have a key that you can just take the shortcut. Uh, I don't know. I was okay. just reminded of that. So there's places where there's creeks and rivers, yeah. and yeah. there's places where the fireballs shoot out at you. See, I'm getting confused with Newtopia now. So I can't, it, it, I can't remember a lot I, of these things. I'm not bagging on people for thinking that it is similar to Legend of Zelda or Newtopia because it has that top-down aspect. No, I mean an the role-playing game, like the enemies and the mazes. You have to. Oh, get the, the enemies, enemies very much use are very kind of similar to Newtopia as far as most of them have some sort of spread that they try to hit you with mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the fireballs. You're correct in that aspect. Yeah, and those enemies are much more difficult to defeat in single player than they are in co-op because there are two safe zones for each character and as long as you're catching the coconuts or the boulders or the barrels you can keep hitting the enemies the the problem with the game or the shortcoming of the game is every boss battle is pretty much the same Mm -hmm. there's some sort of obstacle you need to avoid that will sweep the screen you need to catch something if you're really talented with you and your partner uh, i did not have this simpatico with my partner (laughs) okay but you can do like sort of like a layup or an Uh alley-oop with throwing the item from one person to the other to hit the 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 bad guy that's really all it is so what were some of the bosses because i can't remember them bees oh boy were there bees in this yeah, there were bees. Um, bees. There was there was a fire guy throwing a big fire spread at you. Mm-hmm. There was a pirate throwing barrels at you that you had to catch and throw back at him. Okay, that's now, all I'm remembering right, in, right yeah. now, and that might be all of them considering how short the game is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one room in particular that I thought was interesting, where the room was kind of empty, but there was a platform mm-hmm. in it. When you got on a platform. The platform had arrows, and you had to try yes. to step yeah, yeah. on the arrow, and the four arrows would change direction. And you had to try to yes. get this platform from one door that you started into the other door that you're trying to get out of. And you have to try to finagle this little square that you're on to right. go in the right direction. And that's yeah. what I thought would be very difficult with the two-player yeah, I didn't get that far with my partner. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. See, that's why I needed those Her photos. and I tapped out about the second level, or oh, the second, yeah, world, I guess, I um, together. We were very good working together to figure out the puzzle aspects of the game uh-huh. as far as those uh, Sokoban puzzles where, you know, we have to hit these five blocks in a certain way to hit these four switches to open the door. But whenever it came to the boss battles or defeating enemies, there was a lot of, why did you hit me with that fucking barrel? Or <laughs> why did you exit the stage? We we had one enemy left. Oh, <laughs> so you can hit the other person. Okay, yes, that's fun. Yes, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, that happened, happened a lot for me. Now, when you get the Rainbow Bridge, can both people use that? Or yes, how do you pick yeah. it up? Okay, one okay. person can pick it up and then drop the bridge down, then both people can cross it. Okay. Yeah. Some of those bridges are tricky, too, because there's some places where you have to try to get across and there's pirates trying to shoot shit at you and you got to try to hit them with stuff. And sometimes you run out of stuff, so you got to go back to another room to get reloaded. Right. And some of these bridges you want to take shortcuts over, not go a certain way because there will be a pirate. The layouts of some of these places are pretty good. It's not just a wide-open map of pirates and and sand and grass. You also go into... Like a cave or whatever the other things are supposed to be. And whatever that electronic thing is supposed to be where you're on, when you're on that moving platform. Uh-huh. And, of course, at the end you fight Pete. When you beat him, then you get the ending. And now, By the I way, by the way, him. everyone listening at home, yeah. uh, what Goof Troop also showed us is that Pete mm-hmm. fucks as well. He does? He yeah. got kids? He's got PJ, his son. Ah. And again, no mother present, so you got to assume Pete's got that power, I maybe, guess. I don't maybe know. Uh, Minnie was uh, playing double-deckers. <laughs> She's uh, fucking crazy. Double-deckers <laughs> double <deckers laughs> with Pete and Goofy at the same time. I've seen things like that Yeah. on the internet. Oh, boy. Yeah. Captain Kangaroos. You could probably watch Goofy and Minnie if you think about it. I'm sure, yes, they do you those could. Peter, In the Peter dark web, things. you could find that. Yeah. No, no, I mean, like, they always show those ads for, like, Family Guy characters and The Simpsons. 
<laughs> I don't yeah. want to know anymore. You don't know, you don't ever see those ads for that? Cat scratch fever. Let's keep going. <laughs> I'm saying is that you'll see those you ads. You heard that with Ted Nugent, right? Where he no. uh, he lied and <laughs> said that there used to be a, like a tower of groupies for him. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. That they would all lay on top of each other for him. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Stack them up. That's what Ted Nugent said, and yeah. if he said it, it's probably bullshit. Well, if you look at the album cover, he's got all those women scratching him. Just like real life. Uh, yeah. Boy, real life. I would like to get out of real life right now. Sure. I'd love to go back to 1993, to be honest. Yeah. i like to escape from New York. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that World's right greatest now. athlete, Snake Plissken. You got that bomb on your neck. You know... <laughs> Did you know Police Story? Police police Story. No, wait. Yeah, Police Stories of Jackie Chan line, uh-huh. right? There were four, and then there was one, maybe it was 2015 or 2013. And that was good, and people had uh, bombs around their neck. That's why I thought about that. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck it. Battle Royale. So, Goof Troop. Yeah. Goof Troop. Uh- Strongly uh, recommended you do. Uh, for, for anyone who wants to play a co-op game. I think this is a good party game. It, it give you a lot of enjoyment. I don't think it's a great single-player game. Visually, this is top-tier sprite work from Capcom. Absolutely. It, it's not Dragon's Lair, but this is like playing a cartoon for 1993. At, at least it was for me. Good visuals. The music's okay. It's standard affair for Capcom. It's not their best. Mm-hmm. But it's good. I liked it. And it didn't get annoying. The game doesn't, good. Yeah, it doesn't stick around too long. That's mm-hmm. what's nice about this mm-hmm. game is that it, it, it's pretty uh, short. And that's good for a co-op game like this where most of the duration of the game is going to be navigating the game with a partner who may or may not be at the same level as you in regard to game playing. Yeah. yeah. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's not a good one-player game. I could see where all the two-player elements came in, mm-hmm. and I could see how it would have made things easier or gotten more laughs out of it if it was sure. a two-player cooperative game. I recently spoke about Mega Man 4 on Reddit, which was a big fucking mistake. Oh, Reddit. Uh, and yeah. I immediately deleted my comments because people took it as, like, I was saying Mega Man 4 was the worst fucking game to yeah. ever exist, and that's not the case. No, I was just saying is. as far... <laughs> I was saying, it, like, in the legacy of Mega Man, Mega Man 4 isn't up to snuff, mm-hmm. but Mega Man 4 is, like, better than 90% of the NES games out there, oh, right? Yeah. So, like, Goof Troop is not the greatest Capcom Disney single-player experience, but that single-player experience of Goof Troop is still better than, like, 70% of the NES games that you'll experience, yeah. If you're playing this by yourself, you'll enjoy it, but I think that you get the most enjoyment from this game with playing with another person if you're able to do so. Yeah, I would recommend playing with another person and not buying this unless you see it for like $3. You you hit it the nail right on the head. One is why didn't I go back and take screenshots or take photos of the game to know more about it? Because I am yeah. not going to play that game again. And if I would have picked this game up mm. back in the day when this came out, yeah. because I was, you know, I liked Goofy. Actually, Donald Duck was Because he was favorite. banging Mif- <laughs> Minnie, evidently. Banging, he was banging Pluto. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I actually liked Donald Duck the best. Number one, because he had great comics in the 1940s. And the end of each comic page would end in a joke. And sure. when I first started the Trapdoor Mini comic, which then later became my band. When I started the Trapdoor mini comic, I tried to end each page with a little joke, even though the, mm. the whole story was there. But I liked Donald Duck because he hated Mickey Mouse, and I hate Mickey Mouse. So that's right. why. And, right. and it's so it's so terrible because I, you know I'm such a fool because they're both they're both the same Disney. people. They're both yeah. Right. yeah I'm giving right. my money to the same people. But it's funny that I like New Coke. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But. If I would have gotten this game and I would have been finished with this game, I would have yeah. been incredibly upset and disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I spent $70 on this. What the fuck did I do? Yeah. Sure. I bought Rygar. I mentioned about getting Rygar for the NES, not for the Super Nintendo, but I mentioned getting Rygar. And that game, even though I got through it in one Sunday sitting, I got a lot of value for that. 
Right. Would I go back and play Rygar? I don't know. Maybe the first level first. I think I even did. I think I went back and just, you know, wanted to throw my shield at people. Yeah. But I really got satisfaction from that. I didn't get mm. satisfaction from this game whatsoever. I wouldn't expect you to. I found it tedious. As a single-player single experience, no. Yeah. I found it very tedious. You'll probably disagree with this, but it's kind of like, for me, the Bomberman franchise, where I much rather play Bomberman with a group of people than mm. by myself. I don't know. Once you hit the Super Nintendo, the story modes, and, and even the PC Engine... You really get some great stories going on there. Some interesting power-ups. Uh, we didn't get the kangaroo version of Bomberman when we came Bomberman, here. Bomberman, yeah. But I did mention about playing the Bomberman S for the Saturn and how doing it in the arena is not the way to go. But the story mode on Bomberman S is a lot of fun, too, because they really made the levels very interesting. Not the levels that you're playing on a single screen, but the environment that it is like one's in mm. a big circus not in circus a carnival area so you're like oh you know i'm gonna go to this right. place i know i'm gonna fight a boss that's gonna be related to this i'm going to this place on the asteroid things are gonna be related to the asteroid you get to see the full picture of the world you're in so that's what made it interesting for me i don't think there was anything interesting for me in this game the cutscenes i could care less about i liked pete I agree with you 100%. There's only four settings in the game. Mm -hmm. It's all repetitive as far as the enemies are concerned. The experience of this game is the co-op. I, I would not it. recommend playing this game by yourself. I can totally see that. So, yeah. yeah, like I said, maybe if you see it for, I would say $4. $4? Would I go 8 Okay. Only no. if two people are playing. If two people pay $4, then okay, yeah. you could do 8 but sure. you have to have that partner to, to do it with, and you have to both chip in the $4. Right. That's the goof troop. Goof the troop before the troop goofs you. That's what I got to say about that, but not as well as I thought it in my mind. Okay. My tongue got in the way. Speaking of the Xbox looking so good, remember I would always tell you about these anime girls driving around in a car, and I can't remember the name of it. No one ever heard of it. And everybody's yes. like, you're making this up like other games that you've made up. Right. Like Pepsi Man being on the NES. Well, okay. Yeah. Pepsi Man or the dollhouse with ghosts flying around. I, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Pepsi Man was for the PlayStation, the running hero. And I played Pepsi Man recently as well on the, on the first PlayStation. That's probably better for what you've been playing lately. But the NES version of Pepsi Man is just a remake of Mario, except they put Pepsi Man in it. I guess it only has one stage. Uh, <laughs> keep doing a call back to Ralph thinking that there was only <laughs> one stage to Mario Super Mario Brothers but that's what they did they took Super Mario Brothers and they put Pepsi Man instead you know gotcha uh, uh, palette swap and probably put Pepsis instead of uh, Goompas Mushrooms. what are they called Goompas Oompa Doompas Go yeah Goompas yeah. Oompas Oompa Oompa Doos. but I finally found out it was called Reckless the Yakuza Missions so why would it be oh, called that oh okay <laughs> Okay, anyway. Oh, that's Yeah, hey, I'm yeah. still here. Okay. So that looks really good. Reckless the Yakuza. Yeah, it is. Reckless the Yakuza, Yakuza missions. And you get to drive all these uh, wacky different types of vehicles. That's what I remember a lot, how unbelievable it looked for that time. And that's one thing that really dawned on me was that, uh, maybe I'll say this for another show. But Reckless Yakuza Mission looked great on the 360, and that's because of this blurry type of effect. It looked like actors dressed in anime costumes. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how else to explain it, but it was Crazy Taxi before Crazy Taxi. You didn't drop off people, but you had, sometimes you have to kill all the Yakuza cars, so it's like the burnout. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I got this sinus. Somebody's got the COVID, evidently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, here's my, how much of a loser I am. Here I am now with N141. Come on. <laughs> you know, what a loser am I? Jesus Christ! I can't it's even so get that right. Yeah. So Yakuza the re the re the reckless missions. <laughs> reckless the Yakuza missions. It's not Yakuza. For the Dreamcast, it's not Yakuza for the you know the new new brand of the Sega new Yakuza's. I don't even know who made it. Maybe Square made it. I don't think so. Anyway, it doesn't really fucking matter. But get the Dolphin and play some great GameCube titles. Mm. 
all I got to okay. say about that. Thanks for sticking around, troops, and all you goofs. Well, Activision put that one out, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, Reckless, the accuser mission. And, yeah. and it was pretty good. Now, like I said, you do different types of things. Sometimes you got to protect a bus mm-hmm. uh, from getting killed by the Yakuza's. You got to get here before a bomb. You got to beat the other guy to the finish line. So it's like burnout missions. When burnout right, started coming right. out with these missions, this was doing it a long time ago. Now, I don't know if it ripped off anything else, but it wasn't like Carmageddon. It wasn't like other racing games that I played before that. Even though it doesn't control perfectly <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination, there's some pretty funny vehicles. You can get this big giant 4x4. Four four. The thing that I remember the most was this really tiny, almost like meter made buggies. Now, I don't know if you're mm-hmm. old enough to remember meter, meter made scooters. I am, yeah, yeah. It's just a scooter, but it's got a big roof on it. And a big thing back when I was a kid was tipping over <laughs> poor meter maids. In their their scooters. You dicks. Yeah. We're so wrong. Okay, well, we went on way too long about Goof Troop, non-related Capcom. I thought the Capcom stuff was good. I thought it was going to be good to talk about that stuff. Their Capcom uh, Disney marriage for that time. But then we added a lot of other shit that uh, just ruined the show. Okay. Oh, boy. (laughs) I hope that you like us. Uh, Take care and be safe. During this time, yeah, get your scarves out, everybody, and wrap yourself up. Um, I saw a great meme, and it was a little boy. This is at the very beginning. You know, I've gone shopping so many times since the whole shut-in thing or the oh the, no, the talk about this. No, I got I got to tell you, I've gone shopping so many times. I've yeah. yet to find one toilet paper, not one roll yet. Oh boy, I've gone shopping a lot. You know, cause, so you're just using leaves and clamshells right now, Fortunately, huh? I had a, a big roll, but Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you doing? So this meme was really funny because it was it was a little kid sitting at the table with a bowl of cereal yeah. or soup. And he's like, Mom, when I can I go back outside again? And from off screen, out of the shot, she goes, shut up and eat your toilet paper. And there's a, there's a <laughs> roll of toilet paper in the bowl of cereal. So I guess that's what some people are doing. My goodness. Unfortunately, I have had, I had my really good cedar wipes that are made for that. One's called Nothing Left Behind, I think. One for women, there's one for men that have funny little names. But also, every one of my toilet has a bidet. Now, I heard that now there was a sellout of so bidets. So fancy over here. Nah, it's just because, first of all, my wife is from Thailand. They have a, they have, it's not a bidet, it's a spigot. So I put a spigot right. on the toilet downstairs, but I had a bidet yeah. on my upstairs. They, cl- they clean time. themselves off because they're not fucking animals. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they don't take a yeah. tissue and pick up dog poop and think that's okay. Yeah. Keep wiping until the toilet paper's clean. Gross. <laughs> Depends on which way you wipe, I guess. What's yeah. this still doing there? Give it a little sniff. Uh, I buy really good The human experience You know what's a good toilet Jesus Christ (laughs) I hope that you like us Bye bye Bye
and rocking that beat from across the street. And <laughs> beat street is a lesson too, because uh, you can't let streets beat you. Uh. Well, a picture can express a thousand words to describe all the beauty of life you get. And if the world was yours to do over, I know you'd paint a better place to live with a colorful swirl and the boys and girls can grow in peace and harmony. And where murals stand on walls so grand, as far as the eyes are able to see. I never knew art till I saw your face, and there'll never be one to take your place. Cause each and every time you touch a spray paint can, Michelangelo's soul controls your hands, then serenades of blue and red. And the beauty of the rainbow fills your head. Crescendo colors, playing tune, man, why oh why'd you have to die so soon? Ashes to ashes and dust to dust, where the good die young is all thy must. Cause as life must live, death must die, and the tears shall fall from the living eye. The tears drop fall for the state of mind of the beautiful lady that you left behind. In love and alone, but now you're dead, and she still can't get you out of her head. More tears fall for all you've done, trying to be a good father to your only son. But now who's gonna make sure that he's fed? Put a shirt on his back and a roof overhead. Tell me who's gonna dream the impossible dream of the beautiful cities and the island's jeans when your works of art brought into being. All that the ghetto stopped you from seeing. Bones on the sidewalk, garbage in the street, abandoned buildings, bricks and concrete. The ladies on the corner are selling that body, and everybody wants a part in that party. I'm hanging out tough, rocking late at night, running wild in the town of the neon lights. You either play some ball or stand in the hall. Huh? You gotta make something out of nothing at all. I'm sitting in the classroom, learning the rules, and it says you can't do graffiti in school. They can't be wrong in the hollowed hall, so my notebook turned into a brick wall. The heart of a lion and the courage of three, in the mind of a man, but wiser than me. You're the soul of the brother who won't come back. Who in my arms on the railroad track Cause I'm caught in the rat race Looking for my own space It gotta be a better place for you and me There's pie in the sky And an eye for an eye Some people gotta die Just to be free Search for justice So what do you find? You find just us Under your employment line You find just us Sweating from dawn to dusk There's no justice It's huh, just us huh. Still life urban Masterpiece Your chain mop was written on chains and walls A million dollar gift Only God released huh. And yet you got killed For nothing at all so after this, there'll be no more hard times, no more bad times, and no more pain, no more chunk chains, none of that bull, just movies, museums, and the Hall of Fame. So all you hip-hops, get on up, and let's take it to the top where we belong, cause the age of the Beat Street Wave is here. Everybody, let's sing along, and come on, and say, Sand in the headlines say man destroys man. Extra, extra, read all the bad news on the wall of peace that everybody would lose. The rise and fall, the last great empire, the sound of the whole world caught on fire. The ruthless struggle, the desperate gamble, the game that left the whole world in shambles. The cheats, the lies, the alibis, and the foolish attempt to conquer the skies. Lost in space, and what is it worth? Huh? The president just forgot about Earth, spending all time being, and maybe even trillions. The cost of weapons ran in zillions. It's gold in the street, in this diamond under feet, in the Children in Africa don't even eat flies on the faces. They're living like mice, and the houses even make the ghetto look nice. Huh? The water tastes funny. It's forever too sunny, and they work all month and don't make no money. A fight for power, a nuclear shower. A people shout out in the darkest hour. The sights unseen and voices unheard. And finally, the bomb gets the last word. Christian killed Muslims, and German killed Jews, and everybody's bodies are used and abused. Huh? Minds are poisoned and souls are polluted. Superiority complex is deep rooted. Lynches and license, and people got prices. Egomaniacs control the self-righteous. Nothing is sacred, and nothing is pure. So the revelation of death is our cure. Hitler and Caesar, Cussed and Reagan, Napoleon, Castro, Mussolini, and Begin. Genghis Khan and the Shah of Iran. Men through the blood of the weaker man. The people's in terror. The leaders made the error, and now they can't even look in the mirror. Cause we gotta suffer while things get rougher, and that's the reason why we got to get tougher. So learn from the past and work for the future. And don't be a slave to no computer Cause the children of man inherits the land And the future of the world is in your hands So just throw your hands in the air And 